You are welcome to the official podcast of Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, the founder of the Radiant Place, a well-traveled apostle to over 59 nations in the world, a United Nations representative, a board of director of several organizations in the world, a man with the message of grace, the mandate of grace to affect, influence, and impart his generation, ladies and gentlemen, a man worth hearing. I trust the Lord that you will never be the same again. Stay tuned as you hear the voice of God's servant, Apostle Emmanuel Nku. God bless you. Exodus 24 verse 15, 16, and 17. And Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain and the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it six days and the seventh day he called Moses out of the midst of the cloud and the sight of the glory of God was like devouring fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst, verse 18, into the midst of the cloud and got him into, up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Is it in your Bible what we read? Are you sure? Somebody say amen. amen. Let's read our second scripture, Exodus 33 verse number 18 and he said I beseech thee show me thy glory and he said I beseech thee show me thy glory come on say Lord tonight Show me, Show me thy glory. I can't hear you say, Lord, Lord tonight. tonight. Show, me Show me thy glory. glory. One more time, say, Lord, Lord tonight. tonight. Show, me Show me thy glory. You know what the Bible said? God was saying that, and He said, That is Moses, I beseech thee to who? God. Show me. Show me thy glory. I pray that you will enter into the glory of God tonight. God will carry you into the realm of glory. I thought I would hear somebody shout glory. Now, I wrote something on Instagram today. I think Facebook or Instagram and I said, Grace is invisible, but glory is visible. Grace is intangible, yet saved tangible people from intangible problem. But glory is a tangibility of God's presence. When the glory of God is upon a man, you will see it. So Isaiah said, Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. 
Give somebody half of it and say glory. Shout it one more time. Shout glory. I want to share this with you because I believe that something is about to change in somebody's life. You see, without glory, destiny can be abused. Without glory, your story cannot be told. Without glory, your life can be gloomed. Without the glory of God, your destiny can be doomed. Without the glory of God, your future can be blurred. Without the glory of God, you can struggle for the rest of your life without result. A man that carries God's glory changes an atmosphere because glory is an atmosphere changer. I feel like teaching already. Am I preaching to somebody here? A glorious person is destinless person. You are carrying destiny because you have the glory of God. If somebody is carrying the glory of God, everything about that person would depict God. Because he carried the ever-abiding presence of God in his life. What is glory? Glory, the definition of glory is an encapsulation of the entirety of the person of God in a man. Glory is Jesus. I got to preach this. Glory is Jesus. Apostle Kum, what is glory? Write this down before I come to touch this scripture that will blow your mind here. Without glory, impact is not in view. Say that with me. Without glory, impact is not in view. That means we must understand what glory is all about. First of all, glory is the fragrance of God upon a man that makes him irresistible before his generation. It is the fragrance of God, the aroma of God, the divine smell of heaven upon a man that makes him to become a demand to his generation. The glory of God is the splendor of God showered upon a man to walk into uncommon blessing he never thought you can walk into. May the glory of God come upon you and may the splendor of heaven rest upon you and may you walk into some blessing you have never thought you will walk into. Amen. If you believe that, shout a louder amen and receive that blessing here. I feel like preaching already. Now, glory is the is the agidibanis of God enveloping the smallness of a man. It is the agidibanis of God enveloping the smallness of a man. Glory is, is the almightiness of God, is the strength of God, is the entirety of God that has rubbed upon a man. You cannot carry glory and men can molest you. Demons can molest you. When Moses carried the glory of God. The people around said, we cannot look at the face of the guy. Can you cover his face? So before he announced to them what God told him, they have to cover his face because the glory was too much 
for human beings to behold. And if children of God cannot behold the glory of God, what about the devil? He will be sent to hell before his time. I prophesy, may the glory of God envelop your life and destiny. Come on, shout that amen and receive it now. The glory of God is coming upon you. I don't like your amen. May the glory of God come upon you. I wish I'm here. May the glory of God come upon you. May the glory of God come upon you. As I'm speaking to you right now, glory is coming upon your business. Glory is coming upon your career. Glory is coming upon your giftings. Until the gift of God in you receive God's glory, it can never be a story. Until the gift of God in you receive God's, have a contact with God's glory, it can never be a story. Hear me, there are people that men will never gossip about. I think I'm talking here. People cannot gossip you because there is nothing about you to gossip. And if it's about gossiping, it's menial people that will gossip you. But when the glory of God come upon you, people will sit down and they will envy you and say, how will God talk to this guy alone? Is he the only one God will talk to? You become a friend of God when you carry the glory of God. <clears throat> I think I'm teaching here. Lift your hand and say, Glory. Oh, I feel like preaching this word. God help me. God help me. Somebody shout glory. glory. <coughs> Sit down for me. I got to take you somewhere. <laughs> oh, I love you, Jesus. Glory is the signature of God on the destiny of man. Glory is the signature of God on the destiny of man. When anybody sees a man carrying the glory of God, they are seeing man revealing God. So glory is the signature of God. This is what people will say about you after this service. People will see you and say, we see the glory of God upon this lady. There is something about this lady. There is something about this man. And it is the glory of the Almighty God that has enveloped your life. May you be enveloped with the very glory of God. Come on, shout a louder amen and receive this. I'm teaching here. I pray for you that may the glory of God you need to fulfill your destiny rest upon your life tonight. I said may it rest upon your life tonight. Let me tell you, note this, that God's, God dwells and lives in glory. God, he dwells and lives in glory. Say that with me, say God dwells and lives in glory. You miss me. That is why when somebody dies, we say that call to glory. Call to, when he's a Christian, you will never say, see something like, gone so soon. Or obituary. They say, call to glory. Why? Because there has been a transition from divine relationship, human relationship to divine relationship based on combination of contact with humanity so you can have a new contact with divinity. It's, it's simple. So, so absence in the body is present in the spirit. Are you hearing me now? Now, my prayer for somebody here is that after this service, may God cause, may the God of heaven who lives in glory shower his glory upon your life and destiny. 
Come on, shout a louder amen here. You know, let me pray this funny prayer for somebody here. May God not call you into glory. But may he cause his glory to rest upon you here on earth. Come on, shout a louder amen here. If you shouted amen, I separated you from death. Sudden death, sudden failure, sudden stagnation, sudden struggles, sudden disappointment. They are broken from your life as the glory of God rests upon your destiny. Lift up your voice. Shout amen three times in the house. Shout again. Shout again. Sit down for me. So glory is the permanent resident of a believer. You cannot be a believer and not dwell in glory. Paul said, from glory to glory. I see God taking you from glory to glory. From favor to favor. Lift your hand and shout amen. Amen. So, that is why when, like I said, when a man dies, it is said that he is called to glory. But as a believer, needless we die to see glory. When glory comes on you, prosperity success, anointing, favor follows you for the rest of your life. Glory is the first language God understood. Glory is the first language God understood. In the garden of Eden, God was dwelling in glory. What was there that made Adam not to be naked was glory. You miss me. You just miss me. Adam and Eve were created naked. Yet, God said, the day you eat this, you shall be naked and you shall surely die. So, in their nakedness, why were they not seeing their nakedness? It is because when the glory of God come upon you, your weakness, your nakedness, your vulnerability, your inabilities, your shame, your past, your disgrace, your story, your ugly situations are swallowed because of the glory of God. So that is why there are people, Mary Magdalene was a promiscuous woman. When she had an encounter with Jesus, the glory of the Lord came upon her that even when Jesus came from the grave, she was the first that God gave permission to witness that the man is no longer in the grave, but is alive. Why? Because she had contact with glory, and when glory came out of the death, she has to meet glory. So it is glory that contact with glory. I prophesy, you will have contact with glory. Somebody say the glory of God. I can't hear you. Shout the glory of God. Do you know that seated here today, what will make man celebrate you is the increase of God's glory upon your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And if you think it's a joke, even Jesus, Isaiah prophesied to him and said to him that upon the increase of your government, there shall be no end. That means that there can be increase in everything. And today I pray, may you increase in the glory of God. At the way you shouted, may God grant you a new glory. Oh. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. Isaiah 60 verse 1, arise. Say that with me, arise. Come on, shout it, say arise. Shine. I don't like it. Shout again, say arise. Shine. For the light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So sit down, let me now prove to you about something. So the mystery about the glory is that there must be light before glory. Arise. 
shine. For thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord, Jesus, is the light of the world. So you cannot enter into glory without arising from your darkness to have relationship with Jesus. Then, come on now. Then the glory of the Lord will rise upon thee. Then the Bible said, darkness has covered the earth. Gross darkness upon the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you. Why? Because his glory has been resident over your life. May God's glory be resident over your life and destiny. Lift your hand and say, may God's glory be resident in my life, in my destiny, in my career, and in every endeavor of my life. Lift up your voice and shout, I receive the glory of God. Sit down for me. Listen to me. Some people can be married. And when they get married, something can happen that can cause them to be divorced. And there, are, there was a woman in the Bible that was married five times. The day she encountered Jesus, there was a release of glory. There was a change of story. She became one of the most popular first woman evangelist in the Bible. And I was asking myself, how was that change? How was that change so swift? It was like, I was just coming to fetch water. I met a man and I became evangelist. There was an exchange of glory. Do you know, I think that there was something about that lady because think about it. The lady met Jesus suddenly. Somebody says suddenly. I don't like it. Somebody says suddenly. They started talking and then they started talking and they started talking and Jesus said, if you know the gift of God and he who is saying unto you, give me water to drink. You would have given me water and I'll give you, I would have given you water that you will never be tested anymore. The woman was so smart and said, give me this water. Now the glory of God is like an open fountain that washes the sin of humanity and causes you to become a saint in the swift of a second. I pray for you today that may the river of life which is the glory of God, flow in every endeavor of your life and your destiny. How I wish I would hear you shout a louder amen here. Now, do you know that the woman left Jesus not as somebody who has been divorced six times, but as a brand new virgin who has encountered a brand new husband. And she was so proud about the new husband. Now, watch this. I left a man in my house. Think about it when the woman went home. What will happen to that man, the sixth man, that Jesus said, when you were even coming, there was a man waiting for you in the bedroom before you wanted to come and fetch the water. What do you think will happen to that man? When the glory of God come upon somebody, your character, your life, everything, the thing that comes out of you begin to change because you don't exhibit you, you exhibit the glory that is upon your life. May you begin to exhibit the glory of God that is upon your life and destiny. Lift your hand and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Have you thought about it? How did the people started following him? Hey. The people knew that this lady was a bad lady according to the way preachers have preached her to me. But how is it that people followed her? And when they followed her and they went, they said, we met the man you were talking about. It is not what we said, but what we have seen. Somebody is about to contact glory tonight. You see, if you understand this, your life is about to change. 
I say somebody is about to contact glory tonight. Oh my God, I don't like it. I say somebody is about to contact glory tonight. May the glory of God raise millionaires in this house. May the glory of God raise entrepreneurs in this house. May the glory of God activate the anointing in you tonight. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. I got to take you somewhere. In the scripture we read in Exodus 24, you could see something that took place that really touched my heart. The Bible said Moses was about to be visited by the Lord. Look at me. Who was, who was going to visit Moses? The Lord wanted to visit who? Oh, come on. Preach with the preacher. The Lord wanted to visit who? So, and God took him to the mountain. That was the time God said he will fast for 40 days. And that was the time God was preparing him on that mountain to give him the ten, uh, the ten commandments. So they were there. And God, Moses was there. And when he entered there, he did not enter into a house. He did not enter into a room. He did not enter into a parliament house. Or Bolingo. Or Saritan. Or Meridian. Or Best Western Hotel. See, he entered into the best house forever. And I was wondering, what was the key? The key was the fact that God called him. And then the next assignment was that the Bible said, he entered into the glory of God. And for six days, he was in God's glory waiting. Six days. The guy was not thirsty. He was not hungry. There was nothing he was thinking about it. His brain functionality has frozen and whom he was thinking about was the one that called him to come to this mountain. Today, you are in this mountain and you are about to enter into the glory of God. Lift your hand and shout hallelujah. You are about to enter into the glory of God. Everything about your life is about to cease. Glory is about to carry you. Oh, I don't lie. I say glory is about to carry you. The glory of God is about to carry you. Lift your hand and shout glory. Sit down for me. I'm taking you somewhere. For six days, glory was on the mountain. Mount Sinai is a typology of the law. It's a typology of rules and regulations. Human strength and human ability. But on that mountain... God invaded the place and God said, even though you are coming for the law, I want you to know that without my glory, I cannot give you rules. I said, ah, God, why are you doing this? He said, Apostle Nkuma, you know, number one is the number of beginning, number two is the number of what? Agreement, number three is the number of what? Dignity, trinity, and what? And what? You are preaching. Number four is what? The number of universalism. Number five, the number of grace. Number six, the number of a man. So Moses, God covered him to swallow the human aspect of Moses. So he can have, so glory was upon him for six days. And oh, oh my God, for that six days, God never spoke. Until the seventh day, God never spoke. So, for read the Bible. For six days, he was in the glory. 
who I'm, I'm looking at myself to be Moses on the mountain and the glory of God is upon me all that I'm feeling is the movement of God's glory that kind of unexplainable presence that kind of presence that doesn't make you feel as if you have whether you have eaten or not that was the kind of presence that was in the atmosphere the guy never thought about the wife or the children or the people of Israel all that he was enjoying was the presence of God and for six days he was in God's glory and I was saying God why didn't you go he said no I was a servant man he is the sixth man but I am the seventh man and I cannot visit somebody as a man man would die when I visit a man so I kept him in the oven of my glory to cook him to look like me so that oh I feel it here on the seventh day that means I have prepared him already until the seventh day and on the seventh day I appeared unto man and I started talking to Moses about how I want to give him a law to give to my people who am I communicating sit down for me I got to take you somewhere tonight I got to take you somewhere tonight I pray a prayer for somebody here I wish I would hear amen by the time you live here may God keep you in his presence may God keep you in his glory can now amen be louder may God keep you in his glory may the demons see you and say for this one look at the glory of God look at the glory of God look at the glory of God upon the may them see you and see the visible presence of God lift your hand and say I receive the tangible the visible the substantiated presence of God which is called the glory of the almighty God. Lift your hand and say, Lord, let it rest on me. I don't like the way you say that. You say, Lord, let it rest on me. May the presence of God rest upon your life. In the mighty name of King Jesus. Lift up your hand and shout a louder amen. amen. Sit down for me. That was when God wanted I feel like preaching. That was when God wanted Moses to fulfill God's destiny for him. God wanted Moses to fulfill God's destiny for him. How? He said, come, I want to give you my law to be given to my people. So, Moses, you are a reporter. Come and take the news. Go and give it to them. Thou sayest the Lord. Who am I communicating with here? Oh, I love to talk about this. I love to talk about the glory of God. Watch this here. Watch this here. And Moses went there after the seventh day and God started talking. So the four, for the Ten Commandments was given to Moses for how many days? It was after the se- from, from the seventh day God started speaking. So let's remove 40 minus 6. 34. So God spoke to him for 34 days. 10 laws. It took God 34 days to give 10 laws of instruction, principles, rules to man to go and deliver to men. So Moses took it, carried it, and when he got there, the people did not have the encounter he had. They were also preparing to serve another God. His heart was broken when he thought about the experience he had. 
on Mount Sinai. Then he broke the law. Don't forget, God himself used his hands to write the law. But Moses broke it. And God said, you are coming up again. This time, I will say it and he will write them. That is why we call them the law of Moses. That means this rule and regulations called the Ten Commandments was not written by God. It was spoken by God but written by men. I'm taking you somewhere. I'm taking you somewhere. Then when you read Exodus 33 verse 18, Moses saw how the glory of God did him. Now when you have an experience and you don't want it to go, have you ever had an experience before and you don't want that experience to end? Oh, I don't like it. Have you ever, have you been in God's presence before? I, I remember one time I went to Kodiabed to pray and I was praying and I felt Jesus so strong that I lied at, under the tree and I cried like a baby for an hour and I never knew I was crying. And the way he was there, the way I could feel him, the way I could touch him, the way I, I never wanted it to end. And that was what I believe Moses enjoyed. And at that particular time, when God was now sending him officially, he said to him, Sir, this is Exodus chapter number 33 verse 18. He said, Sir, show me that glory. (laughs) That glory you made me enter, show you to me again. I want to have a second experience. Then when he said, show me thy glory, in the same chapter of Exodus chapter 3, he said, if thy presence does not go with me, carry me not further. That means that his presence is a definition of his glory. (laughs) Am I teaching somebody here? Now I pray for you. Some of you, you pray, God, give me a car. Sit down for me. God, give me a house. God, give me um, a husband. God give me what? Maybach. I'm surprised. Give me millions. I like the way he said it. But I pray that tonight somebody will say, God, show me thy glory. I wish somebody would say, God, show me thy glory. David saw it one day and said, as the deer panted for the water brook, so does my soul longer after thee. Lord, show me thy glory. Somebody here is about to enter into the glory of God. You see, you don't understand. Sit down for me. You don't understand. Some of you, you, if you don't take advantage of the glory of God, you cannot make advances in life. You must take advantage of God's glory. And you know, I want to pray a prayer for somebody again. May you enter into the very presence of God. May you begin to enjoy the glory of the Almighty God. Can I hear you shout a louder amen here? I don't like you, amen. Can I hear you shout that amen louder again here? Now, hear me and hear me good. Tonight, my prayer is that the glory of God will appear before all of us. One time we were in GNCS, GNC, is it GSTS in Takrade. And then I was with my then father in the Lord who has passed by, Bishop Dr. Ferguson Lane. We entered into the church and he said, 
we are not, he's not preaching. I said, Papa, you are not preaching. What did you come here to do? Some of us work all the way from Kojokrom to come here. And we are coming to get some apple to go and continue our own life. And you are saying you are not preaching. Then he lifted up his voice and started singing. We started praising. Then he came in and took the microphone and started worshiping. The man worshipped and a literal smoke entered into the building and we could not see each other there. Mazuma Dalagadia. May God cause you to enter into his glory. Amen. Sit down. All these things that some musicians now sing and say, the power of God is here, the presence of God is here. When you standing there cannot feel anything. You yourself cannot feel anything. Not even an iota. The power of God is here. The presence of God is here. God's glory is not entertainment. It is the visibility of who he is. He reveals himself to some people. And look at what the Deuteronomy said. He said, and the glory of God appeared before all the congregation. And I say to you today, may the glory of God appear in your life. Why don't you shout this amen? I'm preaching to some believers here. May the glory of God appear in your life. Everything you do, may you encounter God's glory. Can I hear you shout that amen like a believer here? Are you ready to encounter God's glory? Are you ready for God's glory? Lift up your hand and shout, I am ready for the glory of the Lord. Somebody shout a louder amen here. There's a scripture in the book of Numbers chapter 14 verse 21. He said, as long as I live, I don't know whether it's the, it's the same. He said, but as truly as I live, Numbers 14 21, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Can we do glory campaign? I don't like the way you are responding. Can we do glory campaign? Yes. This is glory campaign. He said, but Oh my God. As truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with what? With the glory of the Lord. I pray today that the glory of God will come upon you. Your life shall be filled with God's glory. I don't like, I say your life shall be full of God's glory. In the name of King Jesus, may God cause you to walk in his glory. I say, may God cause you to walk in his glory. Amen. May God cause you to walk in his glory. Amen. Why is your amen not loud? Shout it louder. Amen. You will walk in the glory of God. Amen. Whatever that is making your story to be like this, God is about to cause it to be over. Amen. Because his glory is about to come upon you. Amen. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen. Amen. Let me show you a mystery before I take you ahead. Do you know that when, when the children of Israel, oh, I can't wait to preach this. When, okay, okay, let me even leave the Israel because I'm, I'm how many of you re re realize that 
when they were going, they did not have a lantern. The Bible said there were two things that was following them. The first one was what? The pillar of cloud by what? I don't like it. The pillar of cloud by what? And the what? A pillar of fire by what? So when the sun appeared, a pillar of cloud covered them. God set an automatic umbrella on their lives. Because they were on their way to their destiny and God had to cause them to enter into their destiny by giving them the comfort they need to enter into their destiny. And one day I was asking, ah, I asked one guy who was on the wilderness called Kojo and I said, ah, why have you worn this shoe for 15 years in this wilderness? He says, sir, as I'm growing, my shoe is growing. It is a supernatural glory that brings expansion without delay. And I sense glory is about to bring you expansion without delay. Their shirt was expanding. Their, their trousers were expanding. They never carried anything. They were never hungry because the heavy flip open and food will be falling like manna onto their lives. I pray for you today. May you enter into the glory of God. Come on, shout a louder, amen, louder, and receive it. Sit down for me. We are about to pray. I don't know the glory factor well. Have I introduced you very well to this glory factor? I don't like it. Have I introduced you to the glory factor? Yeah. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. Yeah. So I have to show you something. And the seventh day he called Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Watch this. And on the seventh day he called Moses out of the midst of the what? Listen. And on the seventh day he called Moses out of the, or from the first to the sixth day, God never spoke. Don't forget in creation, God created and never rested. But in this visitation, God rested until he stepped in on the seventh day. Because God cannot go to the sixth day when he had already, he already made man on the sixth day. So he gave man the six days to be able to be there to enjoy his presence. Then on the seventh day, God stepped from eternity into time. Instead, Moses, let us now talk. There is going to be a divine dialogue by the reason of the glory of God. I don't like, I said there is going to be a divine dialogue by the reason of God's glory. Some of you have never heard God's voice before. Some of you have never heard God's voice before. You are about to hear the voice of God. Some of you, you have never spoken in tongues before. You are about to speak the language of the spirit. Some of you, you have never prayed for the sick before. You are about to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Some of you have been through a lot in your life and God said, glory is about to solve the problem. Lift your hand and say, glory of God come upon my life in the name of King Jesus. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. Moses did not ask for a car, a house. Moses did not ask for anything. He said, Lord, Show me that glory. Show me. Show me. Show me. Show me that glory. Show me. That means there is a man. If somebody should show you something, then he's the one who has it. Tell somebody, God has it. God has it. Tell someone else, God has it. And tell someone else and say, hey, hey, hey. God has it. We must go for it. 
come on, I can't hear you. Tell the person, we must go for it. And we must go for it now. Somebody shout a louder amen here. Are you ready for the glory of the almighty God? If you are ready, then lift your hand and shout, yes, Lord. Now, I want you to check something. Sit down for me. When God blessed Hannah with a child, when God blessed Hannah with a child, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 1, chapter number 2, verse number 6, go in, Hannah prayed a prayer and said, the Lord kill it. Say that with me, the Lord kill it. Make it alive. I can't you say the Lord kill it. Make it alive. He bring it down to the grave and bring it up. The Lord make it poor and make it rich. <laughs> this is crazy. He bring it low. Come on, say this with me. He bring it low and lift it up. He raise up the poor out of the dust and lift it up the beggar from the dunghill to see them among princes to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory now so all that God is doing is that I am God I can watch you to become poor until you die I can also decide to bring you to a throne called glory that will change your story. There is a throne called the throne of glory. How many of you want to sit on that throne tonight? You don't understand. You don't understand. He said, he said, look at it. Look at verse, look at verse 8. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 8. He said, he raised up the poor out of the dust. Everybody who is suffering from poverty here, I stand on behalf of the one who called me and I lift you out of poverty. In the name of Jesus Christ. Watch this. And he said, and lift up the beggar from the dunghill. If you are ever, ever beg a man for something, may God lift you up into a realm where you shall be a giver to many generations. To send them among princes, your location has changed from being a servant to become a prince. And to make them inherit the throne of what? I don't, the throne of what? The throne of what? So there is something called the throne of glory. As I'm talking to you, God is about to put you on that throne. If you shout amen, may God make you enter into his glory. You will enter into his glory. You will enter into his glory. You will enter into his glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Sit down for me. I'm teaching here. He will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For my strength shall no man, for by strength shall no man, for by strength shall no... Now, this scripture I am reading, which is the verse 6, the verse 6 and verse 5, uh, a particular phrase there. When you go to the glory, you see semi, you see colon. No semicolon. You see colon. That means everything that is following is an explanation for the people that sit on the throne. That but this you have to understand. Are you hearing me? That 
when you enter to the throne of glory, your strength ceases because by strength shall no man prevail. You enter into a realm where you prevail without strength. I pray for you, without strength may you prevail. Why is your amen so for meningitis? Without struggle may you succeed. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift your hand and shout, I receive this prophetic word. And so shall it be for me in the name of King Jesus. Lift up your hand and shout a louder amen here. Let me sit down for me. I'm taking you through some glory experience. How many of you want to experience the glory of God? You know, when I was at the age of 15, we were doing some fasting. I think it was 21 days fast. And we were at the bush. We were fasting. We were at the bush fasting. And we were lying down inside the bush. Today, it is a house people live there. That was a typical bush around the Kojokum back area there. And we were lying down praying. On the 16th day, I remember clearly and vividly, I was lying down and I saw angels were surrounding me. Like I could feel their footsteps. I could feel their presence there. And then when I woke up, there was a snake that wanted to come and bite me. The snake was dead just by my side. Huge snake was dead. I see somebody killed the snake. The snake was dead. Listen to me. When you carry the glory of God, there is a realm when the serpentine spirit of wickedness will come around you without prayer, without fasting, God deliver you from the hands of the wicked one. And I pray for you today that you shall enter into God's glory. Why don't you shout a louder amen here? See, I want to show you something. How many of you realize that the ark of God is a typology of God's presence? I don't like the way you are lifting up. The ark of God is a typology of God's presence. So anytime you see the ark, you see God's presence. Tell me what is in the ark. What was in the ark? The showbread, the Ten Commandments, and the what? And the rod of Aaron. Please, you have to speak loud. Number one is what? The showbread. The second one is what? The Ten Commandments. And the third one was what? The rod of Aaron. I don't want to talk about that because that's not why I'm here. But when these three things enter into the ark, the ark seems to become an ordinary ark. It became God in the midst of his people. And the Bible said, God in the midst of his people is mighty. Watch this. I'm taking you somewhere. Now, the ark was taken by God's enemies. Because God's people did not understand the mystery of the ark. Let me tell you, you can have the glory of God and not understand the glory. Then someone else can take advantage of your glory. That is what people say. say that, that guy, they use his star. They have used his star. His brother used his star. This one, have you ever heard about it before? There is no star anywhere. It's the glory of God upon you that is severe. Are you hearing me? Yes. I say, are you hearing me? Yes. I don't like. Are you hearing me? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Then they took the ark. So if you read 1 Samuel chapter number 5, you see how the ark was taken. 
the Bible said in the verse 1, the Bible said, and the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer unto what? Ashdod. And when the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. Now hear this. Now, don't forget, we are using two words express one thing. That the ever abiding presence of God is what comes upon a man to become glory. To become his what? His glory. So if the ark is the glory of God, let us see what happened here. When in 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse number 21, and she named the child Ichabod, saying the glory of the Lord has what? Departed from where? From Israel. Because the ark of God was taken and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, the glory is departed from Israel for the ark of God is taken. That means the presence of God is what? Wait. The presence of God, the ark, which the typology of God's presence was taken. When the presence was taken, it meant that the glory was what? Please preach with me. Preach with me. I want you to understand this revelation. They took the ark away. And then a woman gave birth and named the child Ichabod. And he said, because the ark, the glory of God has departed. Why? Because the glory of God has been taken. That means the glory of God is a typology of the presence of God. So where there is no presence, there is no glory. He said, and then they took the ark into Abu Sumfie. They took it into the gods of the land, the Philistines, called the Mark. Dagons and the Gog and the Magog. All kinds of stupid names. And look at what happened that baffled you. No prayer. No fasting. No help of a man. By the time they opened the door, all the idols have fallen down, broken. Some of them now will vanish and vanish. Some of them now will go to their hometown, have gone to their hometown because God has visited. Hear me today, very soon the glory upon your life will make demons to run away from you. The glory upon your life will make witches die in your presence. Lift up your hand and say, Lord I receive your presence and I walk in your glory in Jesus name. Shout a Lord Amen here. for me. We pray right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I think I'm teaching here. How many of you are afraid of witches and wizards? Let me see you. Be honest if you are afraid of them. You see somebody who's teaching? Hey, Antiochia. Antiochia. Now, what was the teaching? I say, see, blood of Jesus. When you carry his presence, even your presence Do you hear my English? Yes. I say, when you carry his presence, even your presence will silence every satanic atmosphere, activity in the atmosphere. Even your presence, where doors are choked and locked, it opens because of your presence. Sit down for me. Do you know we have different types of doors? I'll teach you about doors. We have different types of doors. We have the one you use your hand to open. That one, by the time you are pushing, you finish pushing. There's strength to be inside. 
Half of them is already gone. Are you hearing me? And you have some doors that some people kindly open for you. Some people use their hand to do what? Some of them too, you have to use code. One, two, zero, seven, 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 especially in bank where there is money. They don't use a man to open. There's a particular door. They use code. Back, 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 back. So if there is, the money is gone, that means somebody stole it. From within. Either it was a gun or people conspired to steal the money. Then there is another one that you don't need a code. You don't need the help of a man. You don't even need your own strength to open. When you get close, the door just open. Said, do you want to come in? It's open. Are you hearing me? Listen, a man who carries God's presence and God's glory is like a man who, oh, I feel it here. It's like a man who is like a prophetic sensor. Like wherever you enter, things open for you in their own accord. May God open doors for you in their own accord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. I pray for you tonight that you will enter into God's glory. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen here. Sam, by the time these people woke up and went, all the idols were dead. I ask you a question. Who prayed to kill them? It was an ordinary box. Ordinary box. If God can be in an ordinary box and his glory can be too much that demons cannot stand it. And you now, the Bible said, and the word became flesh and it dwelt among men and we behold his glory. We beheld his glory. We beheld his glory. I'm so glad you're listening to Apostle Emmanuel Nkun today. I trust God you have been so much blessed. And I believe God that your life, your destiny, your family, your mindset, your goal and aspirations will never be the same again. Understand this, that the best gift to humanity is not a car, it's not a house, it's not a building, but it's Christ Jesus. Because he's the only one that can validate your eternal values. Until I come your way same time next week, remember it is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. It is not too broken that he cannot fix. It is not too scattered that he cannot gather. It is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. And every day of your life shall be full of grace. For when you walk alone, it's a risk. When you walk with man, it's a mere risk. But when you walk with God, you shall be full of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot end this broadcast unless I give you the privilege to make the Jesus the Lord of your life. Say this with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood and make me your child. And this thing you said has changed your shift in life. You are now a child of God, a born again Christian. Write us on the a P.O. Box C.O. 1711 Tema And I trust God that your testimony shall be read for many generations to hear God richly bless you